Hi, I'm Nigel the Shanghai Psychic. I can tune into your loved ones in the spirit world, but I can also tune into you, tell you about your path and the choices that you need to make and need to know. I'm currently giving 30% discount on all Tell Craig Your Story listeners. Just use the code Tell Craig Your Story for 30% off your first psychic reading with me online at Nigel the Shanghai Psychic. Hi, this is Eva Hamilton and you're listening to Tell Craig Your Story podcast. Hi guys, Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. Today we'll be speaking to Hollywood actress Eva Hamilton. Now, Eva was born in Tempe, Arizona, USA. Now, Eva's first on-screen appearance was for the film clip Hot Rod Circuit. And she starred in some short films and TV series. Now, Eva is most renowned for playing Marina in the movie Ruin Me, and also in the horror film Death Kiss, which she plays Anna. Now, in 2020, uh, she was also featured in the comedy movie The Swing of Things, which featured John Lovitz and Owen Wilson. But before we go, please go to our website. We're at Podbean. Tell Craig your story at podbean.com. We are on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter. We have a YouTube account there. Make sure you're subscribing to the YouTube channel to get all the latest updates. We also have VK for our Russian listeners and WeChat for our Chinese listeners. At Tell Craig Your Story. We also have a link tree there which tells you where Tell Craig Your Story podcast is streaming. We are on all the major streaming services. All right, here we go. This is my chat with Eva Hamilton on Tell Craig Your Story podcast. Hi, Eva. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm great, Craig. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Uh, We've had very major technical difficulties. It looks like we're back on track now. So thank you very much for your time. I know you're an extremely busy girl doing 
lots and lots of projects even in the pandemic. Tell us about that. How are you doing in the pandemic? Uh, you and your family staying safe? And how have you sort of adjusted uh, in this period? Yeah, um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing well. My family and my, you know, good friends and everybody luckily are safe and doing okay. It's definitely a scary time and it's a lot of adjustment for everybody, yes. of course. Uh, project and work-wise, I have been very lucky during the pandemic as far as actually being able to continue working, which I feel really grateful for. But um, of course, things have, there's been, you know, uh, projects here and there that have gotten, luckily nothing's been canceled, but I've had things pushed back to 2021. So there's a lot of that going on and working on set is definitely a little bit different now than it used to be. Yeah. But uh, I think we're all adjusting. <laughs> That's it. it. Uh, it's been lucky for you because I've talked to other actors and actresses uh, in the US and they've just been totally sort of shut down. If they were halfway through a movie, everything would be shut down. So you've been lucky enough to sort of push through this better than most people, right? Yeah, I feel very grateful. What happened for me was I sort of had some stuff already booked that luckily, you know, directors and producers were able to kind of adjust and make happen despite everything but I, I do you know I realize for a lot of people that a ton of work has just gone away so that's it's it's hard for sure yeah but it's now that it's sort of starting to change a little bit it's slowly starting to get a little bit better right like the studios are starting to open up now yes yeah everybody's kind of you know day by day getting getting back everything's coming back to normal it just it took some time and it's really still a learning process. I mean, every time I go shoot something, I shot something a couple of days ago and it's like a whole, you know, it's just a new thing. Like, okay, so when do I take off my mask? When do we yes. leave it on or do I let the makeup, you know, person, it, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to figure out, but I think yes. we're getting there and it's just an adjustment period. We're all adapting and, you know, uh, putting the masks on and being hygienic and washing the hands. But that's a good thing, right? You know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I am all on board with that. Everybody, wash your hands. <laughs> that's right. And speaking of that, obviously, uh, you're from California. You're living in LA at the moment. So like we were saying before, all I see on the news uh, are some really bad things in the US. And I've been there a couple of times now. Uh, really, really nice people. You know, I still lots more to see in the US. But how, how is it over there at the moment? Like we, we're seeing like the Black Lives Matter, uh, we're seeing the riots. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about that in your opinion. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's been a lot going on. It's really important stuff. I think, you know, I think it's stuff that really needed to be addressed. I think it's issues that have needed to be addressed for a long time. And I try to look at it from, you know, the positive. I try to always kind of focus on that. And I like to think about the fact that these are, these are aspects of our lives and our society that should have been addressed for a long time. And I yes. like that, you know, in that, in that way, I'm hoping that we're going to get to a much better place because they are being focused on finally. Um, not that that makes it easy. And it's definitely, it's a, it's a difficult time for a lot of people, but I'm happy that as a society, we're beginning to uh, really take a look at some of the darker parts of what have, you know, happened historically and hopefully remedy yes. does. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, in Australia, uh, if we don't get if we don't vote for our prime minister, we get fined. Uh, oh, you, you know, a wow. hundred dollars, around a hundred dollars, maybe even more now. So did so did you vote? 
I do believe that we, that, well, not we, but you have a new president. We do. I'm Maybe. very happy that we do. I did vote, <laughs> absolutely, and encouraged everybody I know to vote. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm very happy <laughs> with the outcome. It was kind of scary waiting to see what was going to happen, but I'm very happy, and I hope that we're heading in a really good new direction. Is that is that official yet, or is it uh, have to wait? I mean, it's it's official as far as I know. Nothing's really going to change it. Despite right. Having ten, you know, temper tantrums here and there. I, I think it's. <laughs> I think we're good finally. Yes. yes. Well, um, let, let's hope for the. Uh, you know, it can open up soon, and uh, and I can come back, and everybody else can come back, and you know, we yes. can get back, and we can find a. A vaccine that we can, um, you know, get back to a, a normal life. So let's actually let's talk about uh, your recent sort of films that have come out, like in 2020. Now you've been a, a busy lady <laughs> in this time, <laughs> regardless of, of the pandemic, as we were saying before. So the first one that I want to talk about is sorry, <laughs> the thing of things. Yeah. So let, let, um, so let's talk. Let's talk about this. When did this start, like pre-production, and was there a time gap there, you know, in between that and and it came out mid this year, right? It did. I I believe it came out in March. I want to say something like that. Maybe no, maybe right. later. But um, recently uh, we shot it. It was last year, so I, I believe it was 2019. Um, and I was actually only there relatively briefly. Um, I have. You know, a few like it's sort of a small scene in it, but they shot the majority of the film in Jamaica, and then my portion mm-hmm. of it was shot in LA. So I didn't have to go far, but uh, it right. was it was really fun. Actually, it was a great experience. I it was fun to do comedy, and I loved working with John yes. Lewis. I think he's awesome. Yes, so. you had some cool. uh, pretty you had some pretty heavy hitters in in this movie, John Lovitz, and uh, like the people from Australia would definitely know Luke Wilson in some of the comedy movies uh, that he's done. So, you know, did you get a chance to meet these uh, big celebrities or, you know, were they still in Jamaica? How has it, it all worked? Um, so when I was filming, the people that were there that day were just the people in my scene. So I was there with right. John Lovitz. Um, but that was, you know, that was pretty much it as far as like the big hitters. They were all filming in Jamaica. And I believe they had finished that portion of the film at the time that we shot. But it was, I mean, I was really happy to get to work with him. I think he's kind of a comedic genius. So I was like, oh, oh definitely. <laughs> the whole Saturday Night Live. And yeah, he, he yeah, was, exactly. He's yeah. A funny, funny dude. He's got a very, very dry sense of humor. <laughs> very. And he's really yeah. sweet. He's such a nice guy. He has like a little rescue dog. I'm a big animal person. He oh. has a little rescue dog that he brought with him to set. The dog ended up being in the scene in the movie, which was very sweet. He's, right. he's a really kind person. Now, now, speak about that. You're talking about the animal rescue as well. I do believe you have a little puppy dog as well. Is that, is that correct? I have a cat. Oh, you have a cat? I do, oh. yeah. And I actually just got a kitten too, which I'm really excited about. But um, yeah, they're both rescues. Um, I, I always grew up having like dogs and cats and sometimes other things. But I live in a relatively small place here, so I haven't gotten a dog yet just so I can make sure I have enough space for them when I do. But yeah, I have my kitties and... I love that's it. really cool um, oh. that you, you, you're doing that uh, for animal rescues. That's really cute. Um, it's uh, yeah. I think more people should do that. It's really that's really great. So 
so let's go back in, in uh, like where you grew up. So it didn't say exactly where you grew up. It just said California. That's a little bit vague. So, so whereabouts did you actually grow up in California? So actually, I didn't grow up in California. Um, I actually grew up in Arizona. Oh, there you go. See yeah, that so I don't, fake, I don't know. fake. I don't anywhere online or not, but I, yeah, I grew up in um, Tempe, which is near Phoenix, and right. I moved out here basically after college and been here ever since. So, All right. So tell us about uh, Tempe, Tempe. I'm sure it'll be super hot. And like, is it like a, is it a huge city or is it like uh, relatively small compared to Arizona? Um, well, in Arizona, there's a lot of areas that are like really spread out and aren't super populated, but I was in an area that is, it's metropolitan Phoenix, so it's it's very busy. There's a ton of people, you know, there's a lot of, I think a huge chunk of the population in the state does live there. Tempe is like a suburb of Phoenix, so we're super close. I actually went to high school in downtown Phoenix. It's like, it's that close. So I, it was like a city, but a little bit quieter. I always think of it as kind of a bit more suburban, but yeah. yeah. And, and tell us about that, like, uh, at an early age, uh, did you always knew that you wanted to be some sort of, uh, like, a performer, like an actor, or, like, on stage? I did, yeah. I always, I was always really drawn to that. My, um, my mom was a professional dancer, and she performed a lot when I was a kid, and I oh. always just kind of, I think I got that bug from her. I, I grew up doing a lot of ballet and different types of dance, yes. and then I think I did my first uh, theater production when I was like 10 or something like that and I was just kind of I remember you know stepping out into the spotlight and I was like oh this feels really good this feels like right like this is where I should be so I yes. always just kind of kept with it and I went to a performing arts um, middle school and high school so I was able to do a lot of dance and then I transitioned into doing a ton of theater right. yeah. so is that something that you're sort of interested in the future to do theater like um, I love theater. I would I would love to do that as well. I mean, I, I love film and TV also, but it would be amazing to kind of do both. I think at this, you know, since I moved to LA, I've kind of been more focused on the film path. But I, I really yes. do love doing them both. Yeah, absolutely. Like like someone like Broadway or something, get, get, getting a chance to go on Broadway and do that. That'd be. I yeah. I I don't have a ton of experience in musical theater, like a little bit, but most of it has been straight plays. So I was never yes. like super hoping to do Broadway, although of course that would be like magical. But <laughs> yes, and did you say that you did uh, some singing, or like uh, are you musically are you good at music? Do you play an instrument? I don't anymore. When I was younger, I did play piano and I played clarinet like ages ago. But uh, I sang because we did have to. I went to like a performing arts school, like I said. So there right. was yes. a lot of like everybody kind of had to do everything. So I did do a lot of choir and singing and stuff like that but that was never really my focus although i did like it so your first performance on stage uh you said that before were you nervous do you still get nervous or is it just something that, that comes very natural to you and you're just like okay there can be 10 people or can there can be 10,000 people watching me that's a good question um you know i don't get nervous nervous where I'm like you know really afraid or anything like that I think I did to some extent when I was younger and just getting into it but now it I actually feel very like <laughs> I feel more like myself to some extent when I'm performing I just feel really comfortable and of course there's nerves but like 
good nerves where it's yes you know you're excited so it's not a scary thing as much as it's just like yeah I'm gonna do this and I really really love performing so I as soon as I start like once you hear action I always feel great like I just all the <laughs> and any nerves kind of go out the door as soon as that happens and uh, I'm always interested to know like like even now like is it scripted is it all scripted because I see some comedy especially that they can just be off the cuff or, or do something completely different and then all of a sudden it's like yes that's the take let's 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 use that are yeah. you someone that can sort of go up there and just go okay do that for 10 minutes or do you have to have like a script and you know go do exactly as as you told I would say it's kind of a combination. I always, you know, you always want to have the script and feel really good about it and know where you're coming from and who your character is and what you're saying and why you're saying it, of course. But it depends on the director and the performance and kind of just the vibe on set, who you're working with also. So I would say the lines are always kind of a baseline for what you're going to be doing. But there have certainly been plenty of times, I mean, probably in most films I've done where somebody's kind of, you know, just gone a little bit off the page and sometimes it just works a little bit better and sometimes you have to kind of find your own voice and that might mean the lines change a bit if the director you know is kind of open to that and some people are and some are less and, and talking about that uh, do you find obviously you're an actor so has it always been easy for you to remember lines I mean I try and do it for marketing you know just you know an, an hour ago and I'm like Oh, can we do that again? <laughs> you know what I mean? So is, does it come natural for you as well? Like like to remember the lines? How do you do it? Do you put them on the back of the toilet door or something <laughs> like that? Or do you have any sort of secrets on how you do that? Um, well, that's trying to think. I mean, I work on them like a ton. I have yes. to know them like the, you know, like it's a second language to me because I don't feel comfortable performing. And I don't feel like I can bring other things to it if I'm not off book. So I spend a lot of time working on the lines without even thinking about the character, just so I know that I have them. And it's, I don't think there's really any secret. I think, you know, it takes time no matter what you're doing. I've definitely gotten better at it because I do it a lot. Um, but it's, it does take a lot of time. It's not always easy. And sometimes even when you're super prepared, there's times that you're, you know, just blank. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, you're human, right? You're not a exactly. robot. Right, we're all yes. human. Stuff happens. Yeah. Yes. So, did you um, after after that? Did you go to university? Did you have to move somewhere to to go to university, or did you? Was it in Arizona again? Yeah, I actually went to uh, ASU Arizona State, which is in Arizona. It's actually in Tempe, crazy enough. So I did stay, you know, very close to home. Um, and I majored in theater and with an acting concentration. So I did that right after high school. And my plan was always kind of to move to L.A. as soon as I was done. With yes. Yeah. yeah. I keep telling all the people that I interview from L.A. and that are actors and actors that I love going to L.A. And you can just go into a bar. There'll be some people around you. And then, hi, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Detroit. Oh, I'm from uh, Miami. And I was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, I want to be a makeup artist or I want to be – so I really, really like I really, really like that fact that most of the people there are just going there trying to get a start there. I think that's yeah, really, really – Yeah, very 
true. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody that comes here, for the most part, yeah, they have some kind of dream, and that's the thing that they want to do. And I, in that aspect, it is really nice to be surrounded by people that are super motivated and know, yes. you know this is the thing I want to do. So that it is cool, and I think that's very unique to, to Los Angeles. And for you, and for you personally, uh, did you find it difficult to once you finished finished university to then come to LA and fit in? I mean, LA is like you either love it or you hate it as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not you know it's, it's it'd be hard to fit in from like a, a small city in like like Tempe. Yeah. So tell yeah, us yeah. about that. I mean, I uh, I do think it took me a while to kind of make my peace with it. I, when I first got here, I mean, I knew I wanted to be here and I'd spent time in Los Angeles previously. So it wasn't like a brand new experience or anything, but actually living here, I do remember like the first night when I moved into my new place. And I think I, I was with my, my boyfriend and we like drove and we were like, okay, let's go get something to eat. And we just drove down La Cienega and I was like, like, this is just overwhelming. Like, there's too many lights, there's too many buildings. I can't make a decision on food. And I was just kind of like, oh, God, you know, what have I gotten myself into? But um, once you kind of get over the initial shock of it and also just the environment itself, which can sometimes be kind of, not always, but it can be kind of shallow. And sometimes there's, you know, there's parts of it that are a little bit ugly. So I think you have to kind of make your peace with those and find, you know, your tribe of people that, are the people you love and uh, the parts of the city that really that you feel comfortable in and that does take a little time or at least in my case it did but once I kind of got there then I was like cool this is <laughs> yeah that's it absolutely and let's talk about like uh like your first sort of and now it says here now again this might be fake news but it says that you've done 31 different projects to date um, oh, yeah. I think that is correct on IMDb. I think it's something like right around there. Yeah. Yeah, 31. And, and they said it says here that the first one that you were involved with it was 2007 Hot Rod Circuit. Oh, yeah. That was a, I think that was the first real job I ever got as far as acting where I got, you know, paid. And it was like a legit thing. It was a music video for a band called Hot Rod Circuit. They were kind of a right. punk band. They were yeah, right. Band. Yeah, they're actually a really good band, really nice people. And I um, I was like the the main girl, the love interest of the band who in that video were like conjoined quadruplets. <laughs> it's kind of a silly video, but it was really, it was a fun experience. I remember really loving that. And also I loved that kind of music. So I was like, oh, this is like so cool. And I was kind of nervous because they were older than me. And I was just kind of like, ah, oh, what am I doing? But it was cool. It was fun. <laughs> Yeah, they're right. So, and um, if that was your first sort of on roll, I'm always interested to find out, like, um, how, how much you got paid for it. Like, uh, you know, mine was like, uh, you know, ten dollars or something like that. Uh, my, my first sort of job. So, was it a big amount? Was it a small amount? You know, and... it was not a big amount. It was like a not, you know, it was a non-union music video. It was like a one-day shoot. I think I got it because I had like met the director at like a bar that I was working at the time something you know random <laughs> like that so I wasn't expecting really hey. any real pay and it was it was quite low you know like under under 500 it wasn't anything right. anybody got rich on but it oh. was 
it was worth it. Five hundred, you got to start from somewhere. That's not bad for exactly. a, a, a first go, right? Yeah, I've heard some like five bucks, ten dollars. <laughs> I mean, I would have so, probably done it for free, honestly. I was yeah, just like, oh, yay, a job. <laughs> I'm always interested to ask as well. Like, we'll, we'll go into your movies a little bit later, but dealing with like the pressures and dealing with seen on your Instagram, you know, there's some comments and, you know, you just, oh, my God, what the hell. So how, how do you sort of deal with these uh, success and sort of people sort of wanting to talk to you all the time and how, how do you deal with that? Well, um, you know, I, I don't feel like I get a ton of that compared to, you know, people that are obviously working more, more of like a celebrity, but um, it's one of those things that you kind of comes with the territory. Unfortunately, I, you know, I try to be nice to everybody, but I don't, I have a pretty thick skin from being in this world, you know, from auditioning and acting. And I, I think I've just sort of become a little bit like numb to it. I just let things slide off my back quite easily. And I just focus yes. on the things that I want to focus on. I, I really try not to let anybody like get in my space. Yeah, that's a good way. The good way to look at it. And and going to LA was it difficult at at start to sort of get get some some opportunities? So tell us about your first sort of experiences in LA. Yeah. Um, my first, you know, my first probably year that I lived here, I did a lot of like short films for UCLA and USC, like student films, AFI, right. um, thesis films, stuff like that. And they were really good experience because they're shot very well. They have talented um, students and it's good wheel footage. So you can, you know, hopefully use that to get more work later. But I was very lucky in that I, I think within about six months of moving here, I booked a feature and it was a lead role, so I was very happy about that. It was very low budget, and it's it's funny because it was one of those projects that like we did and it screened, and then it just never came out. But at the time, <laughs> it was just like was okay, it? I guess sometimes what, this happens. Um, what do what they so say? Guess what do they say? Go straight to to video or DVD? It didn't even do that. Like it oh, really? kind of like <laughs> we had a screening in a studio, and then it just kind of fell off the face of the earth. And like it's on IMDb, but I have footage from it, but I don't have like a copy of the full film so wow. i'm not sure it was it was it was kind of an interesting uh one that doesn't normally happen but after well, that I could be that, like a that could be like a um you know someone could find it and put it on ebay or youtube and could be worth lots of money in the future <laughs> who knows <laughs> maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah but it was cool and i got more work after that and i was i got you know the scenes i did in that and i met some really cool people on set and it was a horror film so it was kind of fun sort of started me on that path so talking talking about that horror films it's it seems to be this your sort of genre but before you i don't think you would have done too many horror films you know uh, back in arizona right so how did you stumble upon getting into this sort of genre of of movies well i always have loved horror as a genre personally so i think (laughs) it was i mean i love I love all sorts of things, but I did watch a lot of horror and I grew up loving it. So I felt like it was kind of one of those things where like the amount of time I spent focused on it, maybe kind of brought it back to me. So uh, it was kind of just, you know, I did one horror film ruined me that did extremely well in the festival circuit. And that's sort yes. of I think a lot of people saw that and were like, Oh, you, you do horror, you should be in this and this. So 
you know, I was lucky to keep working in the genre, but it's it's also cool to be doing other stuff as well. I do love horror though, and I always will. So tell us about that. Uh, that was a big success for you, a ruined me in 2017. So how did that all come about? Uh, what was the casting uh, process? Uh, and tell us about that whole experience. Sure. So um, the casting for that, I believe, happened about a year before we actually shot. And I remember that I got a self-tape and it wasn't actually through my agent at the time. It was like something I had submitted for myself and I just got you know, a request to self-tape. So I did at my house, you know, and it wasn't, it was on a cell phone. It wasn't like (laughs) doing it with me and reading the lines, but it wasn't, it didn't look amazing. I remember seeing it way later and being like, oh my God, the lighting is terrible. Why did I think this? But um, I did that. And then I got called for a callback, which was in person. And that was, I think, a few months later. And I, um, at the time I did the callback, I had chemistry reads with a couple other male a couple of the males who I was playing opposite and there was like one other female for my role and luckily I got it and I you know we didn't really know what was going to happen with it it was a an independent low-budget horror film but it had a really really great director and team behind it and writers so yeah we went to Michigan and filmed it and and, yeah all right and and you got to walk the catwalk you know the the red the red carpet for this one oh yeah yeah, that was the first time I think I really had to do that. I was like totally nervous, <laughs> and I was like yes. wearing heels and like, ah, oh, get me out of this. Like it was fun, <laughs> but I was ready to go home and put on pajamas. And <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, the first experience like walking on the catwalk, so a bit of an eye-opening experience, right? Yeah, it's People... a little bit. It's it's different. It's not real life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. That, that's great. That. It's tiring. What's that? You said that it, you went had to go to Michigan to uh, film that. Why was that? Was it because of the budget that you couldn't that you, you filmed there, or that's where it was set? We yeah, the, it was set there, and they had you know locations and everything that they liked there. It was a really beautiful location actually where we shot. So I think it was. I think they made a good call going there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what what sort of experiences did you get out of out of doing that film? Well, shooting it was really, I mean, it was it was probably the first time I think I'd really gone on location for like a full length feature shoot. So that in itself was kind of unique and just being like, li- like living in the world of this film. Like even when I'm not shooting, I would go home to our little house that I shared with, you know, another female actor. And I think we were with a, one of the makeup people. And so it was like we had this little group and little the team. cast and crew, what's, they were, everybody was really close. So it was fun. Yeah. It was kind of like summer camp or something like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and sorry, you were speaking about before about your management. And, and I do see now that, uh, that you have three different managements now. Is this true? Super important to make sure that you, you get the right person, talk to other actresses and actresses where they haven't you know they they hired someone then (laughs) on your bike so how did this all come about and how long have you been with these uh these people well um my commercial agent i've been with about two years and i'm trying to think how i i think she had just contacted me off of one of like the acting sites and she said she was you know she liked my look and was interested and we just had a meeting and then I just signed with her on the spot and that's just for commercials. So that's kind of its own thing. Um, And then theatrical wise, I 
was uh, actually it was like right around when COVID happened, like when it started, I was with somebody else and I had we had parted ways. Um, and so I was kind of looking around for somebody new and I ended up coming across somebody that's based in um, Texas and she represents the Texas and New Mexico market. But oddly oh. enough, we just had a really good connection. And I was like, you know, I want to work with you. And she said, OK, I can I can also rep you in the L.A. market, even though I'm not there. But she seemed to really understand me. And we had a I felt like we had a good rapport. So I just kind of signed with her like the next day. I didn't I tend to go with my gut on things and it felt like a really good yes. fit. And then yes. my manager, I'm actually relatively new um, to him. We started working together like about a month ago. Right. That's yeah, great. That's new. So, but he's, uh, he's been wonderful so far. I've been with other people, but I really, really like him. So I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. And uh, and I don't want to be too personal, but uh, was the reasons why you got you, you have this new uh, agent now in management is that they just weren't getting you like enough work or is there other other reasons yeah no um honestly yeah the the last agent i was with it just wasn't like the right fit i feel like we he wasn't really able to get me a lot of auditions and the ones that he did weren't necessarily exactly what i felt like i was right for and i yeah. i'm very like i'm one of those actors that works hard on their own so i was getting myself auditions and getting work through people that had seen me in other projects so it just that particular situation felt like you know it just wasn't quite the right fit so we parted on an amiable note and yeah that's just i mean that happens a lot you kind of gotta find happens in all in all businesses and all uh, late walks of life you know? yeah exactly so yeah uh, it just, just happened so uh, Ruin Me 2017 come out. Uh, it was a you know a good success for you, and then after that you want to keep the ball sort of rolling. Uh, so I do believe the next one, and you may have done some small ones in between, but they said the next one is a Death Kiss, which yes. is also a horror film as well. So I, I'm interested to ask, like I know that you know with horror. You know, you want to continue to to sort of do that, but the 2021 was a comedy. I always give a good reference, like with Seinfeld, like the like the actors in Seinfeld find it very very difficult to get other movies because they just want want them to be like uh, the actors on Seinfeld. They want to be George, Elaine, you know, right. Kramer. <laughs> so typecast. So. Right. Sure. Yeah, so so I'm just interested to hear about your sort of thoughts on that. Like, are you happy to sort of continue doing like the the horror, or do you want to go out and do comedy and and do theater and do thrillers and you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I really want to do everything that is right yes. for me and that I that feels right. I'm I'm really open. I love horror and I will always love horror and I will always be happy to keep working in that genre. Um, as you know, as long as there are good roles, I always, I, I really want the roles that speak to me and I don't care what genre they're in as long as it's, you know, that thing where I'm like, yeah, this role, I want this. Um, so I didn't, I haven't experienced a lot of issues with being typecast as far as like yes. doing just for anything, luckily, but I do tend to get offered those much more often. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, in, in speaking with that, with the horror films, there's so much sort of action involved in it. So how are you sort of keeping fit and you're also like uh, obviously a model as well you've got tons of photos uh, on your instagram so how do you sort of keep fit how do you keep because you know some people can eat a chocolate and you know, 
So, so how is it for you? Is just a good metabolism or is it just good genes, well, family genes? Uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of a combination of all of those things. But I, I kind of, I mean, I do, I do work out, but I've always sort of done it on my own. Like, I like yoga and Pilates and stuff like that, but I'm not really like a go to the gym and work out kind of person I do like at home workouts I'm totally a homebody so like <laughs> I dress up and do things and then I go home and I'm like cool I get to hide from the world so I do I do a lot of stuff on my own at home but I you know yeah. I try to eat healthy and all that as well yeah you, you see these other other actors the you know six days a week on a full diet and then one day of just oh you know just yeah don't I mean when I'm so preparing for a film I do tend to you know, really am, but <laughs> and I eat really well and I work out more than I normally would, but you know, just kind of go day so, right uh, And with these managements as well, like, are they also uh, booking like a uh, modeling shoots for you or is that something that you just do, you know, in your own time? Yeah, for the most part at this point in my career, I kind of do modeling stuff just on my own time. I'm not like actively pursuing it. Sometimes I'll have a photographer reach out or somebody I've worked with that wants to shoot or, or like a, you know, promo for a film or something like that. But really my, you know, my bread and butter is uh, is acting. Yes, absolutely. So it says here the next the next film that you, you worked on uh, was Death Kiss 2018. Uh, again, it was uh, you know fairly successful. So tell us about th this this role. How did you have to prepare for this this one as well? Yeah, so Death Kiss, um, I actually got because I I had worked with a producer on it previously in a small role in another film, and he recommended me to the director. Um, and we had like a kind of a little Skype audition, and he ended up offering me the part on the spot. So that was really cool. Um, and it, it, it's like a thriller. I mean, it has horror elements, but it's kind of like an action thriller. It's mm. loosely based on the Death Wish series. It has, you know, an actor who has a striking resemblance to Charles Bronson, um, <laughs> the director found, which is kind of how this all came about. I play uh, a young mother who has a bit of a troubled past and ends up, you know, crossing paths with this gentleman who uh, is kind of like a vigilante. And we develop a really interesting relationship, and it sort of changes my life and my dynamic with my daughter. It's it's a sweet story at its heart, but it's also very violent, and there's a lot of action involved. So it, it was a really fun experience, honestly. I shot a gun in the film for like the first time, and yes. My entire now, life. Now I, was, was I saw a picture of you, like you know, practicing this. So what was that experience like? You know, and how long did this take? It looked, it looked like a lot of fun. It was fun, actually. It's funny because I'm, I'm so not a gun person. And I was like, oh, my God, what do I, you know, what do I do? I was really nervous. Um, but everybody was very patient and nice to me while we were doing it. So it was totally fine. I mean, I, it just took me a while to feel comfortable doing it. But once I did, it was kind of cool. And it was, you know, kind of empowering. It was done very safely, of course. And, I, you know, I felt safe. Now, did it. you have to go to a ranch to do this, to practice, or did you already have experience sort of doing this? You know, I didn't have experience at the time, but where we did it is a huge, like, open outdoor field kind of area. Right. So, And we didn't, you know, shoot real bullets, of course, so I was able to kind of practice a bit there right before we shot. So, honestly, right. actually, I think the take that they use in the film when I shoot it for the first time, I'm pretty sure that was actually my reaction having just shot it the first time. Because I yes. shoot it and then like I'm like, oh my god, you know, and that's totally a real reaction. Yes. Yeah. 
So maybe more in the future, more it's shooting in the future. You know, you're experienced now, so. I've had a lot of roles where I hold a gun, like, <laughs> actually, yeah, true. I, I play is a it, lot of villains lately, so I've had a lot of, like, you know, holding guns at people. Is that starting to say something, Eva? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Looking down here, and uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, short films. But the one here that I, I was interested in looking at, it said it was directed by uh, Jeff Berg. It's a short film on the quarantine this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one's actually, Jeff Berg is the other actor in that one. Right. Yes, Will McKim directed that one. But it's a, yeah, that was a very cool one. It was something that we shot during quarantine. And it was, it was you know, kind of done very safely and the course of only like a couple of days. But it's a... It's a like a drama piece about a couple that is living together during quarantine. And as you know, their world around them is very obviously changing with rioting and the pandemic and all of that. They sort of feel their relationship dissolving and it's kind of yes. it, it watches them go at the same time. So it's it's a sad little film, but uh, it, I well, really there you go. Romantic, romantic, you know, another another avenue into your your career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I actually worked with that same actor previously in a film that I have that hasn't come out yet that I'm really excited about. So we're together now a lot and stuff. That's cool. That's great. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's all about, I think, uh, in all businesses and uh, even in, in the entertainment industry, it's all about networking and, you know, oh, yeah, you know. Good to see you. Like you, you picked up that the the your first role at the bar, right? So it's all about networking, right? And exactly. No, it definitely is. And you find you know kind of a group of people that you like working with, and hopefully you know they keep bringing everybody back, and you all get to work together a lot. So that that is really fun when that happens. Absolutely. And I want to talk about this one as well. I, I'd like to learn more about this one. It's called uh, Kate Cable Cabal. Which one is? Oh, oh, Cabal. Um, Cabal. Yeah. So that one was by the same director as Death Kiss. And we shot right. that a couple years later. Um, it's kind of like, it's got some kind of grindhouse elements similar to Death Kiss, but it has a whole bunch of other stuff. There's like ninjas involved and it's a whole, <laughs> it's like a whole like 80s homage kind of thing to grindhouse films. The director is very, very big on that. So he really likes that. And I um, I had worked with one of the actors in that previously. So him him and the director brought me on to that so it was excellent fun. <laughs> so it sounds like you're keeping very busy so uh who who are like the you know i, I know it's like like a cliche sort of question but who, who are some of the sort of the celebrities that you've met in la you know you're doing a lot of networking for the for the for the listeners in australia who are some of the uh like the bigger stars that you've sort of john lovitz was one of them but uh you tell us some other actors that you've worked with or you know? I'm trying to think. Um, that I've worked with. Yeah, I mean, John Lovitz was one of the big ones. I've worked with a couple of the Baldwins, not Alec, and they were both super sweet people. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to think, like, who's, I don't know what name would sound <laughs> impressive, but, when, you know, living here, you do, like, see people all the time uh, and I worked in yes. bars and stuff like that when I first moved here so I remember like you know being like oh that's okay I'm making a drink for this person and usually <laughs> celebrities are like super sweet and they're just like everybody else for the most part I do remember yeah. um action with um, Michael Keaton 
Yes. No kidding. That's, That's the one. I, I had like I just completely spaced, but I remember meeting him. We had kind of an odd experience, and he he's just like a super sweet guy, and I didn't know it was him, and he was I, I it was kind of like I I didn't I wasn't that polite to him because I thought he was just some guy talking to me at a bar, and I was like, and then I realized it was him, and he was not crazy <laughs> at all, but I felt like you know a little bit of a jerk. Yeah. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they probably like you even more than if you didn't know them, because I guess the you know all all the fans are always oh, sort of yeah. wanting your autographs and all that. Yeah, so. nobody wants to be bothered by that, you know. It's, yeah, you're just trying to live your normal life. Nobody wants to be like, ah. Definitely. Now tell us, what do you have uh, coming up? Like. Uh, What's to come? You said that there was a uh, you were working on a project that is about to be released. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So I have a couple of things coming. Um, I'm actually really excited about the two films I have coming up. I have one called Skinwalker. That's a Western. It's a horror Western, actually. We shot that in July, like right when COVID started. So that was the first thing I did after all the madness. And I'm really excited about that one. It's a beautiful story it's really well acted i'm uh it was really fun to do and i'm really really excited for that one to come out i think it's coming out probably in the next few months i don't have an exact date i can announce but it should be soon um and then the other one i have is called black goat and that's the one that i shot with the actor that i was mentioning earlier and that's a um it's about an hour long it's a part of an anthology series that's based on uh, lovecraftian short stories so it's very dark and it's really beautiful. We shot that um, a couple of years ago in Buffalo. And I, the, what I've seen of that, like going to do ADR and stuff on it, I'm just really, really excited for it. It's shot incredibly and it's one of my favorites. So really looking forward to both those coming out. And then I just shot um, part of a movie called Appetite for Sin that's a vampire movie. And I just started that. So we have more filming to do in March, but... Those are kind of the main ones I have coming up. Now, this is just jog my memory that it says here that, oh no, Northern Fright Festival, uh, you were a judge for this year, but you were the winner of the award for 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was, um, it was kind of like, I think, right around when Death Kiss had come out and Ruin Me had come out too. And I got a message or an email. Uh, suggesting that I submit for that so I did just kind of like last minute and then I won which was very cool I love that festival they're super great people and they asked me to judge this year so I'm in the process of watching a whole bunch of films for that which has been really fun that's really really cool so uh, let's get close to to wrapping it up here so tell us talked about uh, some of the films that are coming up but uh, what does the future hold for Eva Hamilton <laughs> That's a great question. Well, um, you know, at the moment I'm doing something unrelated to acting as well. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a hypnotherapist. I'm actually in school for that. I wow. At the moment, yeah, totally separate note. But I just got uh, certified for that, so I'm working in a private practice with some clients at the moment, doing that, which I really enjoy. I love uh, helping people. Ava. You'll have to come back on and hypnotize me. You, know? <laughs> you got it. Done. We'll do it. <laughs> But at the moment, you know, I'm, I'm doing that a little bit, but acting is always going to be my focus and my passion. So I guess I, you I know, like I kind of don't know. Just see what happens. I'd like to talk that? more about this uh, hypnotizing thing. How did this all come about? Is this something that you've always wanted to do? 
Um, well, basically what happened is I always wanted to do um, some kind of therapy as well. I wanted to be like a, mm. a psychotherapist. And I started grad school last year for or the year before. I was going to. Um, and I ended up starting it and I had a whole bunch of film stuff happening. So it was not really working out timing wise, but also it just didn't feel like quite the right fit for me. So I took some time off and ended up coming across this hypnotherapy program, which is the only accredited um, school for it in the world. And I was like, something about this. I, I didn't know a ton about it, but it just kind of spoke to me. So yes. I ended up doing it. I'm in the program right now and I really love it. So it kind of fell you know, into my lap, but I'm excited about it. And I really want to be able to help people. So I'm happy to be doing that also. Well, definitely let us know and we'll plug, we'll plug it for you. And, uh, more people to to come when you start doing it that's great oh, thank you that's very sweet yeah no worries and what advice would you give to an inspiring actor um i've got some friends here in australia that have done some small some more films and they they go to la and they're just a, a little little tiny little small fish in a big 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 pond so what advice would you give to like an up-and-coming actor? That's a really good question. Well, first of all, I think, you know, no matter what, we're all small fish in a big pond when it comes yes, that's, to it, that's especially true. in the city. So yeah. I, I think the main thing is, you know, don't get discouraged. Keep doing it. Keep working on your craft. If it's what you love and you have to do it, keep doing it. It doesn't, you know, if, if you're doing it to try to be famous or be a celebrity, maybe it's not the right thing for you. If you really love it, keep doing it. Keep, stay true to yourself. Don't listen to anybody that tells you to change. If you know that's not the right thing to do, don't do it. You know, you have to have a thick skin. Just roll with it. Know that if you keep doing it, your time will come and it'll be even better because you've spent the time and put in the effort waiting for it and doing what you need to do to make it happen. And just keep believing in yourself no matter what anybody says. That's that's great advice. And just I'm just thinking about that. Uh, what does your mother and father think of your career path that you've chosen? They're very supportive. I'm really lucky. Yes. They're incredibly supportive. Yeah. And uh, you go back to Arizona for? I probably will. I haven't planned anything specifically just because of everything that's going on, of course. But yes. I, I generally do go back relatively often and definitely for the holidays. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Eva, uh, tell us about your uh, social medias and uh, where we can find you. Oh, sure. Um, on Facebook, I'm Eva Hamilton. I think there's a, a group for my actual acting page, which is Actress Eva Hamilton. And my Instagram is at Eva S. Hamilton. I had to throw the S in there because Eva Hamilton was taken. And I don't <laughs> use Twitter, so those are the main, those are the main two. And I had that question written down. I wanted to know why you had that S in between your your. Uh, maybe that I thought that was maybe like a middle name or initial for a middle it, name. It's the it's the first initial of my middle name. That's what right. I was right there you go. Because I think the first time I messaged you, it was like, "Hi, Evas," and it's like mm, that doesn't that doesn't sound right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. People are always like, "What is that?" Like, yeah, it's nothing exciting. It's just the middle initial. <laughs> right. And I also see that um, I saw a picture you were promoting and it said uh, Slaughter Sleephouse. Is this for one of your movies? Oh, 
Oh yeah. So Slasher Sleepout is from uh, Ruin Me. That's the name of the the horror experience that we go on in the movie. So those were our promotional T-shirts that they have for sale. They're available still to buy. You know, I think they still are. I'm not sure. I know they had them. They kind of sold out, and they had them back in uh, October. I think they might still have some. I'm not totally sure though. But yeah, that's like the official Ruin Me shirt. Right. Uh, have I haven't seen anywhere on this. Have you ever been to Australia? No, and I really want to. I need these crazy travel restrictions to calm down. I know I'm dying to. I've never been. Right. So I'll have well, to come visit you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Come. I'll show you around. It's uh, to, uh sorry, uh, summertime at the moment. Uh, so you know, beaches, good weather. Great food. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Had a koala, you know. <laughs> I want to see all the animals. That's like my thing. Whenever I go anywhere, I'm like, I just want to see all the animals. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, feed a kangaroo, you know, they come up yes. to you and they hold floor and they jump away. <laughs> I follow all these animal sanctuaries. I follow like a kangaroo sanctuary that's out there and I've always wanted to go. But uh, yeah, make sure that Australia is on your list uh, for the future. Oh. And uh, when I come to LA, let's also uh, a beer or whatever your drink of choice is. Let, let's do it. That'd yes, be good to I would love that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And to finish off, I normally just ask some, you know, some questions to get to know you more, and it'll be like your two or three top favorite things. All right. Okay. So, uh, are you ready, Eva? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So tell me, uh, you've been in a lot of movies, featured, uh, short films. Uh, so tell me, what are your top three favorite films or movies? Oh, like just in general? Yes, in general. Oh, okay. That's, that's a hard question. Um, I love Hedwig and the Angry Inch. That's one of my very favorites. Yes. Uh, the original Suspiria is definitely up there. I'm like having such a hard time narrowing it down to three. Uh, it's okay. oh, oh, Valley Girl, Valley Girl from the 80s. Right. Good choice. I like it. And speaking of actors and actresses, uh, can you give me your top three favorite actresses? Okay. Um, actresses, Glenn Close. I love Glenn Close. I mean, I have to say Meryl Streep. She's brilliant. I feel like everybody probably says that, but it's true. Yes. Um, now, speaking of music, uh, can you tell us uh, your top three favorite musicians or bands? Sure. I'm a huge music person, so that's going to be tough. But my favorite band, one of them has always been Dismemberment Plan. They're like kind of a math core band from the early 2000s that I grew up on. I love them dearly. Um, I love Radiohead. I always have. Oh, right. Oh, and then, like, once again, the third. I, I could go for... <laughs> oh, oh, Elliot Smith. We'll go with Elliot Smith. You're talking about music. So do you go to festivals? Do you try and go to as many concerts as you can? Yeah. I, I mean, if there's, like, a, a band or somebody that I love in town, I, I always try to go. I, I've always, like, I love... I love music. I love going to shows. I'm very picky. I'm kind of a music snob. <laughs> but yeah, if there's somebody that I really love, I'll, I'll you know, I'll go out of my way to make sure I see them. That, that's cool. And in terms of traveling overseas, 
can you tell me your three top destinations that you've been to? Yeah, um, I went to Paris, which I really loved. I'd always wanted to do that. I went to Israel, which was really cool also. Yeah, I loved that. Um, and, you know, I spent a, a decent amount of time in the UK. I, I really do like it there as well. I want, There's a lot more places that I want to see, you know, out there. But I have some family in London, so I've spent some time there. And I, I love the Cotswolds and London and, yeah. The food? Mm. I, I like the food because I like Indian food. So I feel like when I was there, uh, for the most part, that's what I ate because I'm pretty much a vegetarian. So that was mostly spicy. Ready, but it was that was really good there. So I was into spicy it. Spicy food? Your spicy, like food. spicy food? Right. And that's that was my next question. Like uh, cuisines. Uh, what are your top two, three cuisines, food cuisines mm. around the world? I love Mexican food, which is probably mm. from Arizona <laughs> and in LA. Agreed. <laughs> I love good Italian food, definitely. And probably like Indian or Thai. Maybe it's a tie between Indian and Thai. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's food. I like all of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What do you call it? A foodie? You know, there's. No. <laughs> And finally, uh, last question, uh, who is your biggest hero slash inspiration? Hmm. That's a really good question. You know, it's hard to pick one, but off the top of my head, my, my parents are really an inspiration to me, my mom and my dad. They're both incredible people that have done really meaningful things for the world in different ways. And they're, they're you know, definitely what I aspire to be. I'm very happy to be part of that family I, yeah that's a very good answer to finish off <laughs> well thank you <laughs> that's great you parents that's really cool all right eva thank you very much for your time i really yeah. do appreciate it i know how busy thank you, you so are with, with, with your career and everything uh make sure that you come to australia uh when the whole pandemic uh, goes away and we have like an injection so everybody can travel again yeah. and uh, continue doing uh, your movies please come back onto the show in the near Thank future you. and let's yeah, promote some, new, some new movies yeah for sure thank you so much it was wonderful doing it and very nice to meet you hi i'm tony fair founder of victorian grooming company is your beard feeling dry or the skin underneath itchy maybe you'd rather soften and tame your beard instead our classic collection of beard oils, balms, and soaps will leave your beard looking, feeling, and smelling amazing. And if you prefer shaving, our pre-shave oils and shave soaps will give you a smooth and razor burn free shave. Handmade in Edmonton with natural ingredients, visit victoriangrooming.com.